Thank you for tuning in to Common Man's Common Sense, a blue-collar take on America's political disarray. Today, the four of us are going to talk about our experience as we attended the Save America March January the 6th in Washington, D.C. We're also going to discuss a few other things like Obama and the Clintons. So tune in, kick back, and enjoy the show. So let's talk about the the rally that we all went to in D.C. Uh, I, I wasn't going to miss it for anything. Uh, it, how did it make you guys feel? I just uh, thought it was amazing just to see not only how many people were there, but just the different demographics that were there. You know, there was Asian, African American, Hispanic. I mean, you know, not along with, you know, Caucasian, but different age ranges. We saw, you know, elderly people. We saw people going around on scooters, or, you know, middle aged people, somewhat younger people. I mean, people coming from all parts of the country, driving from Wyoming, you know, flying from California. Coming mm-hmm. from Texas. From yeah, there was a single mother there yeah. with her kids from California. Yeah. Yeah, and what did she say about, uh, do you remember what she said about the uh, how they treated Trump supporters yeah. in California? I, so, I recall that. You said they were breaking windows and cutting their tires. Uh, said, said uh, threatening. Uh, yeah, threatening nasty things to her nine-year-old son. Yeah. Yeah. And that the police would watch them cut the tires and smash the windows out and yeah. not do anything. Yeah, yeah and, and so that, that also, not, not to completely change the subject, but shows just the, one of the most common themes uh, with leftist tactics and, and leftist media, mainstream media, is the uh, horrific double standard. And everybody knows. This, this isn't earth-shattering stuff we're talking about here. You people have burned cities for almost a year. That was not only really condoned, but... That was glorified to an extent. They yeah. loved it. You know, and you had a, a multitude of politicians that were endorsing that, promoting that, and then, and then egging it on. And so, and, and even before that, um, and one of the instances was with uh, Sarah Sanders, the former White House press secretary, was uh, eating in Virginia at that restaurant. They, they booted her out. Um, you know, Maxine Waters said, find them in their place of work. Find them when they're out to eat. Get in their faces. Right, and and so that that was routine talk for them, and so and it's 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 gaslighting one hundred and one. Like you're you're doing these things and accusing your your political opponents of of doing it, and if they say anything about it, they're crazy. And it's 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 pretty insidious. It's it's nasty, nasty behavior, and I don't look for it to get any to to change. But now, as far as what I thought about uh, going up there, the over the overall theme of of the place itself is uh dark foreboding overbearing i don't like the place um that's why it's uh it's insulting to hear them talk about the sanctity of the capital with the considering the way they treat it with regularity you you guys go in here you have a your approval rating is completely abysmal almost all of the time and so just reading today the best their approval rating was in, in recent times was when they gave out the $600 stimulus checks. And so it's weird on a side note that, that, I mean, it's not, I guess, like you give people money, your approval rating goes up, but it generally hovers below 20%, sometimes as low as 14 and right now around 16%. Can you think of any profession where, where you have an approval rating, a job performance rating that low and get to remain underemployed? I can't. Um, but that aside, as far as the, the, the march itself, I, 
and he's correct, you couldn't have found a more diverse crowd. And that's the thing, even being a different race or, or whatever, there's a commonality between all these people, a fellowship, a brotherhood amongst all these people, a friendly demeanor in nature about everyone there, um, the collective, like very, people are there for the same reason. They have the same level of emotion involved. The people that made that trip were there to, to see this push across the finish line for the government for one time to try to play this right and put people's minds at ease and examine what everybody knows happened. So, so that was pretty special being around those people and it felt good. Um, but as far and, and and again to go back, uh, the state of the state of Wisconsin, their legislature made a motion to decertify to certify their electoral votes, but they couldn't convene until the seventh Thursday, the day after. So in theory, if Mike Pence would have at least delayed to listen to some of this, they could have decertified, which I believe would have had a domino effect, and some of the other states would have followed suit. They just needed one to do the right thing and examine this. And can, same thing, can you ever think of a scenario where someone is accused of a crime, especially to this magnitude nationally in so many states, 75 million people get disenfranchised, we examine nothing. That's, this is unheard of, absolutely unheard of. Where else does this happen? Yeah. Besides third world crap holes. So with all these things going on right now, what, how do you guys think the next two weeks are going to play out. I, I, I mean, I think it's kind of a common consensus is that the things, the things that transpired at that rally were kind of by design. You had, you had um, outside actors come in to instigate that um, for what you see at the Capitol right now. I, I, nobody can pretend to know. And that's one of the things that, that, that people have to pump the brakes on. You, nobody knows. They're, so... In theory, if to, to play the devil's advocate with it, you know, and, and give credence to the idea that Trump has, you know, an ace up his sleeve and, you know, again, their narrative that, oh my goodness, they've, they've increased the capacity of Gitmo, X-Fold, look at the satellite images. And, um, you know, we heard a few weeks ago, oh, Adam Schiff has been arrested at LAX. Uh, Nancy Pelosi hasn't tweeted in two days and neither has Hillary Clinton, like, never equates to anything because you're going on all hypotheticals from it's all and if you'll notice you have a, several things happening mainly on on videos from you know content from small small creators on youtube one will be the idea that they have um they're having dreams and god's telling they come so you know prophetic like oh that's prophetic hogwash on so many levels number two any derivative of the QAnon theory that Again, Trump has an ace of his sleeve, and um, there's going to be mass arrests. So the Joint Chiefs of Staff came out after after the the Capitol deal, you know, basically blaming it on the president. Um, I don't see where Donald Trump has anybody left to enforce anything. I mean, in theory, are there options there? Sure. Is there compelling things that have occurred? Absolutely. I my personal opinion is. At the at the bet at this current juncture, the very best in reality, Joe Biden will be inaugurated without incident, and um, people people will have to to face reality. And I, I think one of the reasons the the QAnon stuff has been pushed so hard is because that's going to disenfranchise a lot of people that weren't political before all this. Because Donald Trump made a lot of people political. A lot of people. I, there's people again, just to hit it, it, where he works alone. Um, 
between six and ten people, new voters, some people that I thought would have never voted, can complete jerk offs that have never voted before. Um, these guys all registered and they voted for Donald Trump. Donald Trump had a ton of support, very, very popular. They have to find a way to undermine that. So those same people, they're going to give up. When none of this is real and they stole the election and none of the, this the, this conjured up nonsensical theory ends up panning out not being true, which it, it's not true, um, they're going to be disenfranchised. They're not going to want to vote anymore. And I understand it. Well, you're not going to want to vote because they stole this and people think all, all, all elections moving forward are going to be illegitimate. So that, again, and so over the next two weeks, um, <clears throat> it's scary that they've got that many that many National Guard and, and all the things they've got in D.C. right now, it seems prime for another incident like what was created on the 6th. But, you know, a good thing is the information is out. They, they caught a guy that was a former um, Airborne and uh, 82nd Airborne, an Antifa guy, and they caught him with a weapon. He had plans to, to attack people at uh, I can't remember, Washington State Capitol, perhaps. I can't remember. No, I'm sorry. It was Florida. It was Tallahassee. So he was trying to rally people to shoot these Trump supporters and circle them and kill them. They caught the FBI, got him. They caught supposedly caught a guy today in Washington with a gun with 500 rounds with fake credentials to get into the inauguration. That happened today. At least that's what CNN reported on Wolf Blitzer. Um, so I think we're primed for, and I hate to use the term false flag. I think that's really, really overused. But I think that they, they can definitely construe a situation that, that it would make mainstream population knee-jerk react to the prospect of forcibly taking quote-unquote assault weapons. That, that, seems, that seems plausible. These are bad people. So um, there's a lot of negativity, a lot of disinformation. People need to, to sit back and get real, be adults, be calculated, concise, deliberate. Um, conservatives can definitely win this. And again, James need to look no further than James O'Keefe. This guy's a true patriot. This guy's doing the absolute dirty work, sacrificing everything potentially. They could kill this man for what he's doing. So if, if he starts to systematically tear apart and chip away at their cheating apparatus, so the, the again, that starts to do away with the idea we can never win because they cheat. Given up, again, that was never a, a principle of Americanism to give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anybody had given up in the chain of events that led to where we are now, we wouldn't be here so many times over. And so it's not on our watch to give up. Like, we're not, I'm not built that way. America's not supposed to be built that way. To quit is never the answer. They're convincing these people to quit by yeah. disenfranchising them. Yeah, yeah. So. Just, mm -hmm. so speaking of elections, future elections, uh, how do you foresee that those are going to go? As far as uh, you think, you know, with the race down in Georgia, it's there was a huge spike in the middle of the night for those. I mean, how are things, do you think they're going to be able to continue to pull this off in the future? In Georgia, for now, probably. In my, this is my opinion. I'm not, this isn't the, the, the opinion of a credentialed you know, um, college graduate. I mean, but it seems to be pretty common sense. Yes, it looks like to me they've created a template that it's easy to stick to. They've used it twice in a row. They paid big money for those machines. The machines are very suspect. And again, I can't say with any level of authority that these machines did this. Other people have said that. They have way more authority than me. And they also, they also have way more authority than the election committee that ran that election, who's hiding something. They don't want them touching the machines. Again, 
you did you ask yourself and anybody that's listening to this, did those people act in the capacity of someone that was being honest with those machines? Absolutely not. It's a very easy answer. You don't have to be Albert Einstein to know these people are being untruthful and you're being absolutely dishonest. This isn't how people do anything fair. You use this apparatus under suspicious circumstances. If you go back to 2016, plenty of Democrats, one of which was Elizabeth Warren, did not want to use those machines. And they, they had hearings about the level of fraud that could be committed with this. They were worried about it. And Bernie Sanders, if I'm not mistaken, was also worried about those machines. But it's kind of like the coronavirus, when they realize that you don't let a good crisis go to waste, that they can be manipulated for their own benefit, then they become popular again. Oh, no, this is the greatest thing. No, this is totally secure. It's, it's not hard. This is, this is, again, like I always say, this isn't a complex situation. This is very, it's very simple. There's nothing complex about it. You're acting in a very dishonest capacity. Any, anybody with the most rudimentary level of, in, in law enforcement of, of interrogation tactics, man, they see right through this. This is stupid. I mean, this is, this, this is, it's outlandish. And, and, and again, I think it also is a testament to how easily people are, are able to be convinced of something that isn't true. The, the media says it, boom, you buy it. Just like the guy you referenced earlier, they won't speak to you anymore because you didn't complete that sentence. He, and we'll start over with that. That guy said, I can't believe you went there. You're no different than something. No, than the people that ride it all summer. Yeah, so Antifa. Yeah. And Black Lives Matter. That, that guy watches mainstream media. And I don't know that I would consider him to be a liberal. I would consider him to be a useful idiot. He doesn't know much of anything about anything. Yeah. And again, when you make things... Uh, paying attention, it's just, it's just like the Matrix. Like, dude, ignorance truly is bliss. And sometimes I wonder if I'm doing this all wrong to even worry about any of it. You know what I mean? Worry about yourself, be self-centered, be selfish. Because this is a burden to, and I've been like this, you know, before I was even 18 years old. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a burden to, to think about it. To pay attention and know what's going on around you. Oh, and to yeah. be concerned with it. Yeah. With, with, and not I mean, just have your and, and it's, it's a constant thing. Like it's always yeah. been this way. Even when I was a kid hearing Rush Limbaugh talk about Bill Clinton, even before I knew exactly what everything was in totality, it was always disturbing to me how these people were behaving. And then, let, and, and which brings up, just as I'm rambling here, something I thought about the other day, is that when you're talking about the decorum of the Capitol and how sanctified it is, and, and it's, this is such a trap that these people dared go in here. This, this was so terrible. This is a terrorist attack. And, 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 and let's be honest, to call that a riot is pretty disingenuous to an actual riot. Yes. Um, the Watts riots, the LA riots, get out of town. Yeah. So, but let's not pretend that these people, how dare they, they uh, disgrace the holy sanctified chamber while Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office. The, the double standard is ridiculous. Like that, and then he lied about it under oath. It, it, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, you people are fools. And I, and I think that it, that's one thing we have to offer now is a lot of people won't talk about that. Yeah. Like you, you people, yeah, like right. if, if you that's really right. want to shine the light on your double standard, we can really, really go way, way back. And, and, and one of the things about it, if somebody on the right gets caught, to my estimation, they're not revered for their misdeeds in large part. Bill Clinton, they love the guy. They love him. I mean, again, to this day, Absolutely. Yeah. And people try to draw the, the oh, well, well, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein all day. Donald, there's no, you're not going to find any photographs of Donald Trump on that guy's island in his flight logs on his aircraft. Those don't exist. Now, you might see them in Florida, 
but you don't see him on the Lolita Express going to whatever the name of his island, uh, Saint James, Little Saint James, the pedophile island. Yeah, that's not going to happen. However, there's eyewitnesses to the fact that Bill Clinton was there. The women that accused Bill Clinton of misdeeds, there's he, there's pictures of him with them. Now, so or is that a crazy conspiracy theory to say that this woman's testimony or her account is true? I mean, look at, look at Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton's record. Are they honest people? So what you're seeing right now developed today, so what they're releasing from the, the crossfire hurricane, quote-unquote investigation, that was all paid for and, and construed by Hillary Clinton. Are, is that the behavior? And she did that to take attention away from her emails. Is that the behavior of an honest person? So what they did in Haiti, ripping off the Haitians with their relief funds, is this the behavior of somebody that's honest and telling the truth. So why, if, if, if you can prove that this is dishonest, which it absolutely is, you know, X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars for Bill Clinton for a speech in Russia or wherever it may be at the time, is that the behavior of an honest person? Is that honesty versus, um, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Why would we, why would you not lie about this? Because you're a freaking liar. You lie. That's what you do. So, Again, you can't you can't fairly, accurately, and, and honestly make a comparison between just with the, especially with the, the the Jeffrey Epstein stuff separately between Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. There's zero comparison. You're terrible, terrible people. You routinely get caught. Where conservatives, by and large, they don't. So you guys make the rules, the feminist rules. Look at Harvey Weinstein, massive Democrat donor. You make all these rules about how women should be protected. Women must be believed. Kavanaugh's this terrible rapist. But every time somebody gets caught, it's you with your hand in the cookie jar today, right now. And uh, I can't remember his name. One of the founding members of the Lincoln Project, this never Trump, these former rhino Republicans that were operatives to begin with anyways. They're all the same. This guy, people, men were accusing him. He's married with children. They're accusing him of sexual misconduct towards these underage men. Many have come forward to testify, and then he tries to get out of it like some other people have done. Oh, I'm gay. You still did it. It doesn't matter what your, what your sexual orientation might be. It matters that you are doing this to underage people. And it's, again, it's a commonality with people that lean this way politically. They're deviants, they're perverts, and they're reprobates. And again, that's not me being sanctimonious or religious. That's what the evidence, the proof, and the history says. You're nasty people. And therefore, you can't be trusted in any capacity. And this is the people that you want to govern us? No. They're, it's bad news. Yeah. But that, that's a tirade. Okay, well, let's go back and take a look at the, some of the news footage from the rally and see what they're saying. The heightened security ahead of President-elect Biden's inauguration response to fears of further attacks like the one on January 6th. The FBI says they've received more than 140,000 photos and videos from that day, and prosecutors have now opened at least 275 criminal investigations related to the insurrection. Among them, Jacob Chansley, who charged into the Capitol wearing horns and carrying a spear with an American flag tied around it. Prosecutors say Chancellor left a note on the Senate chamber dais, warning, it's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. Okay, so what do you think about that? Like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? What's the story? Well, and, and that's kind of what I was referring to earlier, is that who, who do you really depend on to tell you who that guy really is? I mean, I know that people are saying that, that he's a, a QAnon guy. And then some other people said that... Um, that he was at some Antifa protest, but and it's funny because, um, dude, I made a mockery of Infowars for the longest time, and now Infowars is one. Of, I mean, in a, a time like this, it seems to be a more reliable news source than some of the others. So, 
it's hard to determine who that guy really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, looking at him, I would say that guy doesn't look like one of us. I don't think that's I don't think that's a blue collar dude that's had a long career, like I said before, that would justify having the amount of um, motivation it would take to, to respond like that. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you. When you say one of us, who is us? Uh, a standard Trump voter, blue collar, family person with something to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, responsible, law-abiding citizen that doesn't do stuff like that. But again, that his whole everything about this dude is not indicative of a responsible person. That okay to say it another way, this dude isn't indicative of the of the type of people that you would see it see it at a, at a Trump rally of thirty thousand to sixty thousand people anywhere else in the country. You're not really going to see somebody like that. Okay, now yeah, to put that in perspective, we were there. Sure. We we were there at the White House lawn at the Washington Monument. I never saw this guy. No. And I have hours of footage that we recorded. And, I mean, you're right. I never saw guys that look like this. I didn't see anybody that looked like this guy with the beard, the long hair, and the tattooed hands. Didn't have, Obviously never saw anybody with face paint or anybody that remotely resembled any of that. I saw a lady dressed up as a Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and you got to mm. think we walked around Wednesday, or Tuesday also. We didn't see anybody yeah. like that. And Absolutely then, not. And Wednesday we didn't see anybody. And we walked for quite a while. Yeah, I know. Walked more than I wanted to. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, um, I mean, these guys really kind of come out of nowhere. And, again, if we're talking about that specifically, we witnessed, um, and I would say between four and eight people on Capitol rental bicycles as we had left the monument, unbeknownst to us, the Capitol was already surrounded. And by that point, the back would have already been, quote, unquote, breached. Because there's video of them letting people in. You'd call it with you know, so you're getting various varying accounts of what actually occurred. But the video evidence is hard to refute. Where they they move the barrier aside and literally law enforcement waves the people in. They were riding by on capital rental bikes, which you know one of us had looked for those for two days straight, and there was none with a with a enough charge to be of any use. And here comes however many it was on these. Proclaiming, oh, we we got in on the left side. Let's go. We they they uh, and in fact, correct me if I'm wrong. The guy said, uh, it what he what he said uh, indicated they were just, we we blew our way in or yeah, like it was an explosion. Said, yeah. You know, because we could hear flashbangs or which we didn't know what was. Yeah. We we're all kinds of noises. Yeah. And so, and I don't think me and you have even talked about that. But uh, yeah, and so it was hard to determine. So the three of us were standing there. Um, several of the cross streets back. So what would you say? Two to 300 yards from the physical building, hearing is all these different noises. And again, seeing these kids, like, and again, say kids, we're talking late teens, no older than 25. And And how were they dressed? Did they have riot gear on? uh, No, no, those, I I don't recall, but not that stood out to me, but they, uh, Again, and we can drop the pretenses. They, they weren't people like us. They just weren't. These are young people that, again, never saw them anywhere else. Long hair, long beards. They seemed to know what was going on before, yes, absolutely. before anybody else did. Yes. So they had an inside track on what was going on. Absolutely. Without yeah. a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. So Because there's no way that them physically being you know, two to 300 yards as far back as we were, 
with the crowd that would have been blocking that. Now, and keep in mind, we have two-way radios. I turn my radio all the way up when you depart, so to make you know ensure your safety. <clears throat> and so we're hearing chatter. And again, I don't think me and you discussed this. We're hearing chatter. I had my radio all the way up too, and I'm hearing chatter. We heard right. some interesting stuff. And, and now I, I'm not saying that those were people. That they were just like I could hear them trying to physically locate each other, and I think there was some reference to to somebody getting in or not getting or you know or what the people were doing. The, they, they themselves did not enter the building, but you could hear them talking about other people, what they were seeing, and then trying to locate one another because it was so chaotic. And so, and that being the case, it was so chaotic. How can the people that rode by us at two to three hundred yards back know what was going on on what would have been? The I, I would the northwest side of the building. I, I'm trying to orient myself, but when you're facing it from the the memorial side, it would have been the left extreme left side. They're saying we 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 blew our way in on the the left side, which and again now looking back, I don't think that that's accurate. I think that they went in just kind of through the rear entrances, but then maybe there was some broken windows broken on the side. And for that, I'm depending on the footage and, and what the news is saying. So we weren't able to physically see that from the distance that we were at. So who are these people? What are they? What are they doing? What is their agenda? Are they, are they on the left? Are they on the right? Are they in the middle? Are they what? I mean, you can see it on the news, man. There's the the, the footage speaks for itself. So you got this guy. Uh, was it John Sullivan? Is it uh, the the guy from Black Lives Matter movement that they had been armed with a rifle, saying some really incendiary things, some violent things. Um, so that and again, there's footage that documents this. So he's got a, a girl that. They said work for CNN. Now CNN is disavowed that, that she's affiliated with them, which I find that a little bit duplicitous. But and literally they were celebrating when Ashley Babbitt got shot. Like, yeah, we did it. Like, they almost seemed gleeful. But again, not only were other people reporting, but now you have recorded evidence of this guy saying we need to burn burn this place. We did it. We're all here together. We need to burn this place. It's, it's obvious to me what they're doing. They, they, they got the result they wanted. I think that they wanted things to be a lot worse. I think they probably wanted to at least attempt to set fire to the building, do a lot more damage so they could blame it on the president, which now um, information indicating that this was pre-planned exists, and now your letter, letter agency. So let's just talk about the election fraud for as far as a, for comparison's sake. You, you can't go in and examine this at any level, with any, with any court, with any judge, nothing. This, oh, we're, we're on it right away. We're arresting this person. They're doing all these things in real time so fast. Um, yeah, because that video just said, what, 275 criminal investigations? Sure. Right. And this is a week yeah. old or a week and a half old. Right. And so what does that tell you? They, they got what they wanted, but, but from an evidence standpoint, there's no time to compile real evidence in comparison to the other things that they do that are so bloated and cumbersome and slow moving. How can you move that fast on this? And so is it that they can't move that fast on the others, they don't want to move that fast on the others, or they're being completely irresponsible what they're doing right now to these people, or a combination of all of that. Now, speaking about the election fraud, what about the lady that just got arrested in Texas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many more of those are across the country? You're being told that, uh, that there's no election fraud, that it was minimal election fraud, that it became not enough election fraud to cost us the election. And so that woman at one point in their original investigation videos, that I believe were in October, or late October, early November, if I remember right, because um, I watched them, and, and that guy's phenomenal. It's fascinating work that they do, but um, I think she had, in effect, control over roughly 50,000 votes in totality in any given cycle. That's one, in a one big, person. One person. Correct. Well, well She's the head of it. I'm, I'm, yes. I would assume they're ballot stuffing, primarily ballot stuffing, ballot, or ballot harvesting, rather, ballot harvesting. So 
and you saw the same thing, and they, and they covered it in um, Ilhan Omar's district. Um, and that's what they were doing. They were ballot harvesting in old folks' homes, um, and then in the um, the assisted living. So you got these towers where it's primarily old people that go through there, and they, they give them several dollars for their vote, and then the politicians turn around and buy those votes from the, the head person, like which would have been the Hispanic woman in Texas. She was saying it was 5 to $8 per vote, 50,000 votes. So do the math. There's a lot of money to go around, mm. especially for these lower-level people that, that are more inclined to do the, do those types of things. That's a lot of money. That's good money. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so this is the only, the first one that we know about here. And so there's no telling. Well, they just got another guy. Um, now, he was a city city councilman, and uh, he didn't have near as many as her. But again, and I'm trying to recollect, but uh, he won, and he had cheated. Wow. So... Okay, guys, so let's stop here this week, and we'll pick up uh, next week right where we left off. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Common Man's Common Sense, a blue-collar take on America's political disarray. We'll see you next week.